The moon is coming out and the bats are in the air. And now is the hour when we all turn to monsters. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. And for the 50th time, I'm Hi-Fi Mike, and I'm your commissioner. And today I have your GMs, Damone, D-Money Allen. Here from the start. Primetime, Travi T. The top guy is here. In Hollywood. Added in the second season to boost ratings. (laughs) (laughs) So does that make you Danny DeVito? That does make me Danny DeVito. Nice. I can uh, see. I, I see the resemblance. I look just like him. The gang, yeah. <laughs> the gang books. The gang books wrestling. Uh, um, they do have a wrestling episode. They so. do have a wrestling episode. That's I don't know what true. we're talking about. We're talking about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I thought so, but I've never seen it. So didn't you show. bring up Danny DeVito? No, Damone did. Demone. I did. Never mind. <laughs> Great. Never mind. So, like I said, this is our fiftieth episode. Get a round of applause if we last this song. I would like to, yeah, 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 that's great. But I'd like to say that 50 is great. It sounds good, but we should have just waited two more episodes to have the celebration because it would have been a year. Yeah, well, we can okay, also have a year. A nice We're celebrating a year, too. <laughs> yeah, and two episodes will celebrate a year. So I, I don't think we party all the time. We party. Party hard. Uh, so this is probably going to be my favorite episode, unless we do something for our year. Um, and really Kevin, it ahead of time. Kevin has not does not know what we're booking. We kept it a secret from her. Well, uh, I'm not booking anything. Yeah. So, but Damone and Travi are, and I am super excited. So I want to explain. All right, go ahead, Travis. You can go ahead and explain okay. it. So last week, Kevin, because as you know, since we found this new format for tournaments, we've become <laughs> very infatuated with them. Yeah. <laughs> we do a tournament all the time. So last thank week you, we thank did, you, Team Tiger Awesome. Yeah, thank you. But we did a gimmick tournament. Sure. So basically just the best gimmicks of all time. And then we had them but that the gimmick just got you into the tournament. Okay. After that's up to us, like however we want to book you. So I'm not gonna go through all the matches, <laughs> but I'm gonna go through the, the finalists mas- matches. So it was the Fiend versus Glacier. Oh, okay. Fiend squashes, whatever. Okay, wait, hang on. Before you get any further, was the Yeti anywhere on that list? No. Nope. Nope. It wasn't even. It wasn't even in the honorable mentions. Devastating. <laughs> Devastating. Um, so, don't worry though. Kaya March was. Oh great. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, you're the only month-based wrestler of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are the worst. Anyway, continue. anyway, so it's I'm gonna go through the fiends' rise to the top. So sure. the fiend versus Glacier, the fiend versus Luchasaurus, and then the fiend versus Eugene. <laughs> you threw Eugene in there? Eugene yeah, Eugene made was it in there, all the way to the Eugene semifinals. Made it to the yeah. Oh, this is what happens when I leave you guys alone. <laughs> so then, also, it was who did he face first? It was Hurricane versus. Uh... That's a good question. Uh, Demo wrote it down, didn't he? Kane. Hurricane Kane. versus Kane. Yeah. And then 
Hurricane versus Umaga, and then Hurricane versus Muhammad Hassan. Right? And now, no, was it Muhammad Hassan was first because we were mad that we, that was the first matchup. No, it wasn't. It was Kane. Hold on, I have. No. I'll pull it up, but keep. It was against Muhammad Hassan because we randomized it. And we were mad that that was the first match because we thought that would be a banger for the finals. We thought that would be like no, because we didn't want finals. we didn't want Hurricane to win. Remember, we had nothing to do with Hurricane. Hurricane won in the semifinals against Muhammad Hassan. Right, so Muhammad Hassan faced somebody else that we wanted to see. It was Hurricane versus Gangrel. Oh, oh shit, you're right. You're right. And then it would have been Hurricane versus Kane. Then Umaga. Then Umaga. And, then, uh, either no, dude, love no. I think Hassan, Hassan faced. I think Hassan faced the fiend right, in the first right. round. Yeah, so it was no, them, no, Muhammad Hassan no. Faced, no, who did the fiend face in the first round? Uh, the no, fiend. I think Hassan. I think Hassan faced Eugene. No, Eugene no, faced Bookman. Right. Chill out, Demon. Well, let him read the fucking thing before you keep fucking confusing <laughs> us. The fiend was Glacier. Okay, and, and then, then and then it had to have been Muhammad Hassan because Muhammad Hassan or no Luchasaurus beat Muhammad Hassan, right? So who did who did you're right? Who yeah, the fuck right. did Hurricane beat to get into the finals? Uh, so that he had to have done either Kane, yeah, Why he did Kane asking? and Umaga. There should have been three three Gangrel, Kane, Umaga. Yeah, he's right because he went through he went through all right. monsters. And then Bray went through all the good guys. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Gangrel is the one I was forgetting. You're right. So, Gangrel, Kane, and Maga, whatever. Then it's Fiend versus Hurricane, okay, in the finals. Are you familiar with the Fiend character? Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure. Let us in. He brings out a lantern of his own face. Yeah. Well, fantastic. here's the thing for this. Throughout oh, the yes. tournament, so, like, he beat Glacier for his match against Luchasaurus. He brought out Lut- Glacier's face. Oh, dope. And then against, against Eugene, he brought out luchasaurus's face and then against hurricane he brought out uh the fucking ba- the teddy Luchas- bear's or face. eugene's face oh yeah no the teddy bear <laughs> yeah. that eugene the teddy was bear. He brought the teddy bear out as his lantern <laughs> i mean that's less terrifying and upsetting no it's, no, it's, it's it terrifying, terrifying story you, wise you, because yeah. yeah because during your or eugene and the fiends match eugene had a teddy bear and he um, was using that yeah, for strength. And William Regal would give it to him for strength. The Fiend took it, ripped the head, its head off. Yeah. Which incited a riot from Eugene, but then he was put to sleep by the Mandible Claw. So anyway, yes. going, now we've got the Fiend versus the Hurricane. Perfect comic book matchup. It's, it's amazing. And guess what? What? The Hurricane goes over. Ooh. But, but, but wait. There's more. The lights go out. They're out for a little while. And then there's just an ominous glow in the center of the ring. What color is the glow? Green. It's Makes the... sense. And then it spotlight onto the onto the glow. It's um Hurricane's head as a lantern. <gasps> then the light then the lights turn back on. The fiend and hurricane are gone. So now we're gonna continue this story <laughs> on this episode of Book It. That's dope. Well done, boys. It was Thank it was you. it was really good. We we <laughs> had we had a very good time last week. I listened to it three times. <laughs> so if our plays are slightly up from normal, that's why. <laughs> All right. Um, so who's going first? So, uh, Damone, you go first since Travis has a pickle in his mouth, and that's 
Not an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to pick up, like Travis said, the, the lantern and everything happened. So, for the net, both men are gone. So, next week, the next couple weeks, no one hears from either guy. They're both gone. They're missing. So, Molly Holly, the quintessential baby face of the Attitude Era, is, in this world, she is Super Molly. She was a superhero for a minute in... Mighty Molly. Or Mighty Molly, you're right. Mighty Molly. She's Mighty Molly. Baby face. The quintessential baby face. So she starts asking people if they've seen the hurricane. Because he's gone, he's missing. Everyone says no. Then um, she has a match against Bailey. And the fire after the match, the Firefly Funhouse starts. Music, everything happens. Bray's there and he says, Hi, Molly. And he wants to introduce her to his newest friend. And it's the Hurricane, who is tied up and gagged. Ugh. So, um, Hurricane has, is trying to fight it. Um, he says now, uh, or sorry, he says, I, the Fiend was not happy about losing their match. But he says he sees great potential in Hurricane. Um, the Hurricane's been fighting it, but they're on the brink of greatness. And all the Hurricane needs to do is let him in. It then cuts out, and you hear a big thud. So Molly starts crying, and she runs out of the ring. So the following week, it's announced that The Fiend will have a match against Cesaro. So it's going to be The Fiend versus Cesaro. Before the match, Cesaro gets in the ring. Before the match starts, though, the Firefly Funhouse comes up. And it's Bray again. And he's like, well, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not there tonight. But I do have a dear, dear friend to take my place. Then all of a sudden you hear, stand back. It's a hurricane coming through. But then it starts becoming distorted. And then you see the hurricane come out, but he's wearing all black. He's in the hurricane outfit, but he's in an all black outfit. So... Um, Cesaro slowly, or Hurricane start, slowly walks to the ring, but he's very stoic. Like, he's not smiling or anything. He's not his normal, like, energetic yeah, He's not self. his normal, energetic self. So then Cesaro, he's confused for a second, but then bell rings. He starts hitting Hurricane with everything he's got. He hits him with the kitchen sink. But <laughs> Hurricane does, isn't phased at all. Pretty much nothing he's doing is hurting the Hurricane. So... Eventually, Cesaro, he goes for a European uppercut, but Hurricane, as he goes for the uppercut, Hurricane catches his arm and starts pulling it and twisting it, bringing Cesaro down to his knees, which is impressive seeing Cesaro is one of the strongest men in wrestling. And also, I think, quite a bit taller than Hurricane. Yeah. So then um, he's, uh, then Hurricane starts unloading on Cesaro, like just beating the crap out of him. But and Cesaro tries to fight back, but he it's to no avail. Uh, then he eventually effortless, effortlessly picks up Cesaro and choke slam him, choke slams him. But he doesn't immediately go for the pin. He then lifts Cesaro up and does the neck snap thing, like um, Bray did during his match with the Demon. And then he goes for the pin. One, two, three. Hurricane wins. Um, Molly then comes running out of the ring, out to the ring, because she's happy to see Cesaro. She gives, or not Cesaro, Hurricane. She then gives Hurricane a hug, but he's not reacting. Like, he's literally just staring at her stoically. 
she's confused and hurt and like what why, what's wrong with you the lights then go out and hurricane the lights go out come back on hurricane's gone everyone following along so far yep, yep. he's been summoned back to the mothership he's yep he's, he's, he's been beating got him so the next um uh, the next week the firefly funhouse is back and they're now bray has a superhero puppet Oh, no. um, Bray says that the hurricane used to pretend to be super and have superpowers, but now the fiend is giving him tr- giving him true power, and together they're gonna have a lot of fun. The puppet says um, Bray is right. Um, or yeah, the puppet then says Bray, you're right. No, we're we're not playing pretend anymore. So now he, I have true superpowers. He then tells Molly, join us. Let him in. Um, obviously, our segment ends. Eventually, like, they speak to Molly. She's upset. She's mad. Um, she wants the real Hurricane back. Um, she tries to get a couple of guys to help her, but they all are like, no, we're not dealing with that nutcase Bray. Um, she then goes, I'm going to do it all by myself because I'm Mighty Molly. <laughs> she... She calls out her. She goes to the ring. She calls out Hurricane and says that she's challenging him to a match at Night of Champions. Um, Hurricane comes out and mocks her and says, "I'd absolutely destroy you." He calls her a little girl playing make believe, but now she's dealing with real monsters. In response, she smacks smacks the crap out of him. He then grabs her by the hair. And starts yelling at her, calling her stupid, kind of Randy Orton style. I have a question. <laughs> yes. At the end of this match, does it end in a no contest because Brock Lesnar comes in and like clotheslines Molly Holly out of her soul? That, <laughs> no. Her soul. That is still that like sticks in my mind too. Yeah, like, that was the craziest. Molly Holly. She sold that so well. Like either that or he literally killed her. I'm not sure. He probably that probably the ghost of Molly Holly That's... still roams those halls today. Oh man! If you don't know what we're talking about, I think there's a SmackDown in 2000. And it's in March one? of 2002. I'm not. 2002. 2002. March 21st. It was the day before my birthday. Yeah, it's 21st. You're right. And she comes out. She's gonna fight the hurricane. And hurricane has no offense against her, at all. And, and, and Mike then, says it. Mike is very valid. He's like, oh, it's an intergender match where the man doesn't hit the woman at all. And but then, then. And Brock Lesnar comes out and fucking decks them both she comes in and he just clotheslines her literally to hell to death like God she's, she's dead bless molly holly she is the quintessential <laughs> baby face and she deserves she, deserves she has it. my heart <laughs> um so then he grabs her by the hair and starts yelling at her calling her stupid like where you don't you're call, yeah, calling her stupid so then ricochet makes an appearance and comes out and he hits hurricane in the back why to defend Molly. Because Ricochet is great. I, Shut up, Travis. I got a whole thing going. You'll okay. you'll get it in a little bit. So this is like um, foreshadowing. You're gonna explain this? Kinda, yeah. You'll you'll get the picture. Um so Hurricane lets Molly go, but then he grabs her Ricochet by the throat. Ricochet's able to fight him off and get some offense on Hurricane, but then as he's starting to get offense, it looks like he's gonna hit him with a move. Um the lights go out again. And the fiend is there with the hurricane. Bray then grabs Ricochet and puts him in the mandible claw. 
Yeah. Hurricane grabs Molly and makes her watch as Ricochet slips into unconsciousness. Horrifying. Yep. Bray then tells Molly, one day, you will let me in. The lights go out and Bray I don't like that. and Hurricane are gone. <laughs> I don't like Mm-mm. that. Mm-mm. No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think we can skip that line. <laughs> yeah. A little stalkerish, little, little rapey vibes for me. Not really my style. <laughs> That's good so to the, know. So <laughs> the lights go out, and Bray and Hurricane, who I sure in the cane because I got tired of spawning Hurricane, um, are gone. We so didn't know that. We would never have known that if you didn't tell us. I know. <laughs> I peeked behind. It's a the little curtain. bit of behind the scenes knowledge. I like it. Yeah. I feel like I'm. Oh, part you like of it you now. like you like beyond the behind the scenes knowledge, but you don't like any administrative shit. Okay. Yeah, I right. think you just don't like me. You are. That's an astute observation. <laughs> so um, it's announced that at the at Night of Champions is actually going to be the Fiend and Hurricane versus Ricochet and Molly. So at the pay per view, Bray and Hurricane, as you would expect, they beat the crap out of Ricochet for most of the match. Um, he takes a pretty good beating, but he doesn't give up. He's being a good hero. He's Ricochet. He's Ricochet. So he's fighting back. Eventually, he is able to turn it around and get some offense in, and he has a chance to tag Molly in. For a second, he does hesitate, but then he eventually hot tags Molly. She comes in. um, She actually gets a couple shots in on Bray, and he actually staggers a little bit. But then her. Bray or is it the Fiend? The Fiend, sorry. The Fiend. She gets a couple shots in on the Fiend, and he starts to stagger just a little bit. Then Hurricane makes the blind, but Hurricane makes a blind tag. Molly doesn't see it, and he lays Molly out. And then Bray gets throws Ricochet out off the um, apron, so he can't um, save Molly. And so Bray and Hurricane win the match. Um, or sorry, the Fiend and Hurricane win the match. So post match, Molly she eventually she grabs the Hurricane's leg, like. In a almost like a not a, almost like a kid like grabbing the leg like please don't leave, um. He um hurricane then looks at the fiend who then nods at him. He then um the hurricane picks her up, caresses her head a little bit, and then yeah. he choke slams her. Yeah. The lights sure go Molly out. Holly is taller than the hurricane too. <laughs> the, we're not we don't care about the logistics. <laughs> <laughs> he chose uh, Liam Kane in the tournament. I so, just did say it, not, that would be tournament. hard. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's a superhero, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah he's superhuman. Um, so the lights go out again, but this time Bray, Hurricane, and Molly are all gone. Ricochet recovers and is completely confused, like where they all went. So the next week on Raw. It's going to be Ricochet versus Hurricane, this time in the main event, one-on-one. So Hurricane comes out, but with him this time is Molly. But she's also dressed in all black. And she's still in her uh, superhero outfit, but it's all black and dark. So Hurricane, um, it's actually a pretty back-and-forth match. Ricochet tries to talk to Molly, but she pretty much just ignores him. She doesn't respond to him. She's very stoic as well. How dare she? Um, eventually, though, Molly distracts the ref, so Hurricane hits a low blow on Ricochet, 
Choke slams him, pins him one, two, three. So, was, I'm, okay, go ahead. Keep going. I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. So the night ends with Michael Cole saying that the Fiend now has a group of supervillains under his control. Okay, so Molly Halley is under his control. Molly's now under his control. Now Hurricane and Molly are under the Fiend's control. Got it. So the next week, Ricochet says he wants another. He wants a chance at Bray. He wants to go at Bray, the top of the the food chain, I guess. Best way to put it. So Molly comes out, is there, and she says, "You don't deserve anything. You lost last week. You're a loser, and." You cost. You're the reason we lost the match at the pay per view. But now that I've let Bray in, I'm truly super. Um, but Bray, he is willing to face you. Um, because you too one day will let him in. Um, so it's Bray versus Ricochet in the main event. It's pretty. It's great storytelling. It's Bray who's the evil monster versus Ricochet who's the hero fighting back. Bray dominates most of it, but eventually Ricochet does manage to get a roll-up on Bray, or I'm sorry, The Fiend, one, two, three for the pin, and everybody's shocked. Oh my God, Ricochet actually won the match. Um, Hurricane and Molly, they were at ringside, and they're shocked as well. And after the match, Ricochet, as he's like kind of celebrating, gets attacked from behind. It's three-on-one. All of them start attacking him. And then all of a sudden, out comes Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae for the save. Yay, Candice LeRae. So the Fiend and the supervillains, they back off. So it's announced that at Survivor Series, it's, series, it's going to be Bray, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, Hurricane, and Molly versus Ricochet, Gargano, and Candice LeRae. And that is what we call a cliffhanger. I like it. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't do anything like that. (laughs) What could it be boring if you guys did the same thing? I built a whole story, but nothing like that. I built like a whole, like, I pretty much built a whole comic book world. You built a stable. Oh, you don't even understand. All right, I did. I I did a comic book world. Well, let's hear it. Go for it. Battle of the comic book world. The next night... There's a little video package slash vignette that's in comic book style. It's going from panel to panel, like recapping the tournament, showing what happened to the fiend. But then also it shows Rosie sitting in his chair because this is an alternate universe, by the way. So Rosie's sitting at home watching TV. He's basically passed out in his recliner. And then there's a green, a green storm outside. He's like, what's going on? What? Same thing, Molly Holly's at the some indie show or doing whatever Molly Holly does. <laughs> she, she sees the she sees a green storm and she knows what it means. She because you remember Rosie was just a superhero in training. Molly Holly was a full on superhero. True. So Molly goes to find um Rosie. Uh she finds him, she tells him that they've the green storm means that Hurricane's in trouble. That she, he needs her. He needs their help. She, they've got to rescue him from the fiend. And Rosie basically says, "Look, I was I was only ever a superhero in training. I never even got to finish my training. Like never I'm stopped just, Luke Skywalker. I 
<laughs> I never got to finish my training. I'm out of shape. I'm old. I'm fat. This ain't, I'm not. I I can't be any help. And Molly ta- doesn't take no for an answer. Keeps pleading with him, telling them that Hurricane needs them. So they say okay, and they devise a plan. And they're thinking about it. And they're like, who should? Where would we go to find Bray Wyatt? Who should we talk to first? Who should we? Where should we look? And Rosie says, I've got it. So Friday night, or yeah, we'll say Friday night. It doesn't matter. Friday night on SmackDown. They confront Eric Rowan and Daniel Bryan. Because Rosie said that he watched WB once and Eric Rowan was friends with Bray Wyatt. So he wants to know where he's at. So basically, Eric Rowan's basically like, bro, I haven't ran with him for like three years. Like, I don't know what your deal is. Leave me alone. <laughs> and Daniel Bryan thinks this is all hilarious and he's just cracking up in the background. <laughs> and I totally picture that. This is in um, Rosie's super, super depressed about it. Now he's super down. He's like, look, I failed on the first start on my first try. I failed. Couldn't even get the get questioning right. I can't even interrogate like a superhero. And Molly's trying to cheer him up and everything. And then Firefly Flun, Firefly Funhouse, Firefly Funhouse comes on, and it's Bray Wyatt. And he apologizes to the Hurricane Rosie and Molly Holly and all of the fans, and explains that while he cannot tell, he cannot give up where the Fiend has kept him. He will tell Rosie that he must complete his training as a superhero before. He will ever become ever come close to the fiend. Does he say it like his sentences are all out of order? Like training complete, you must. No, because <laughs> he's not. He's that's not Yoda. real familiar. <laughs> I feel like I've never seen somewhere. Star Wars. To be fair, so this is Star haven't. Wars. Like I've never seen it. Okay. This is Don't roughly the that. plot of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask Damone. I've we've had this conversation before. This I've never true. seen Star Wars. I think is the I question watch. is the fiend is the fiend um Rosie's dad. Who's Rosie? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, Rosie, so, I am your father. <laughs> so he said you need to go through and complete your training. You need to beat um beat other people to get their powers basically so rosie says i know exactly who i want to go for first so you see them sneaking around in a field and they're like molly holly's like who are we looking for what are we what's going on what are we looking for he's and then it pans he's like oh shh, shh, shh. there he is and they the camera shows it and it's the gobbledygooker oh my god <laughs> and molly holly's like the gobbledygooker. Like, why are we here? What What can you gain from him? He's like, I can gain the the suspense of surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and so he the element of surprise, is that what you meant? Yeah, you know what nope, the fuck the I meant. the suspense of surprise. The suspense of surprise. After I said it, I was like, that was wrong, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> we're rolling. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. This whole this whole booking is wrong. Let me we're just tell you. Is it booking? <laughs> is that what this is? Or is this just a fever dream you had one I'm time? I'm booking an angle. Because I, I, I feel like I haven't heard a match. There's not going to be, there's going to be like not very many matches. Just putting that out there. It's a very drawn out angle. It's all vignettes. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Great. Rosie runs out. Rosie and Molly run out and jump the gobbledygooker. Crap <laughs> out of him. And then once he's beaten down, they realize that he's just some random turkey man. And there's I'm 
pretty sure you've written an episode of Scooby Doo. (laughs) (laughs) First of Star Wars, now it's Scooby Doo. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it could be Scooby Doo. So, (laughs) so he's he's down on his lucky. He's once again he's. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And the gobbledygookers tells him all he can say is one final word. Tajiri. I thought you were, it was gonna be like gook. No. Yeah, I thought it was just gonna be like gobbledy. <laughs> so he says, "That's or Molly Holly goes. That's it. We'll go find Tajiri and we'll take his poison mist." So they go to Japan. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> and they find Tajiri. Uh, Tajiri tells him, like, bro, like, it's subtitled. He's talking in Japanese, but it's subtitled. It's like, bro, you're not getting my poison mist. Get out of here. And Rosie's like, I won't take no for an answer. Hurricane needs me. And Molly Holly's like, yeah, that's the way to go, Rosie. And then so uh, Rosie challenges Tajiri to a fight for for the, the control of the poison mist. And Tajiri's like, look, you're not going to beat me, but I'll fight you. Like, I'll knock you out right now. Poison mist on a pole match. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, a, it's just a fight in the middle of China, or Japan, Japan. <laughs> I don't know why is it China. <laughs> oh, no. But look, I just got it. <laughs> this, is, this has gone terribly far off the rails. I mean, right, they so, could just be visiting China. It's okay. Yeah. He already said Japan. I forgot where I said. That's what I was like. <laughs> oh, well. So, Tajiri versus Rosie. Tajiri's beating the crap out of him. But Rosie gets lucky and dodges one one uh, kick where he kicks a cement block and breaks his foot. And he's I'm jumping sorry, around. A what? A cement block. Cement block? A cement. Yeah. Cement, cement. Cement block. All right. Carry on. <laughs> Do you think I said another word? No, I knew you what you said. It just was stupid. How was it stupid? You said cement. <laughs> I'm about sick of you making fun of my pronunciations. Okay? What do you can do about it? Say on. They pour cement on the ground. <laughs> on. On. It sounds like you're saying they pour semen on the ground. That's exactly like, what, Yeah, I know what you thought I said. Anyway. That's so why you say cement. He, he hurts his foot. He's jumping around holding his foot, and Rosie hits him with a, a hurricane clothesline. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Great look of satisfaction so on he, your face there. Then he beat him. <laughs> then, so he beat him. Tajiri couldn't do it, and he says, give me the poison mist. And Tajiri says, I can't because it's not mine. I only borrow it. But I will take you to my master. This is the most convoluted bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> And so he takes, so they take him farther into Japan, deep into Japan. <laughs> farther into Japan. <laughs> better just become, just better bring him to our truth. Like that's, you've that's written every coming, you've what? written every coming of age superhero movie ever. Yeah, it's turning into Avatar: The Last Airbender now. Started with Star Wars, went to Scooby Doo, or we're I've really seen getting. And I've seen Avatar, so we're good there. Right. But so he takes him there, and it's this like temple. Yeah, okay, so Avatar The Last Airbender, sure. sitting there, cross-legged, meditating, is none other than the Great Muda. 
See, this reminds me more of How I Met Your Mother, the episode where... Um, slaps. The slaps. Yeah, the slaps. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, one where, slap bet. I wish you guys would just let me have fun and book this. Well, I'm letting you have fun. <laughs> you guys are making me... I thought this was so good, now you guys are tearing me down. I'm just I feel saying... Like he failed interrogating Eric There Rowan. is literally an episode of How You Met Your Mother where uh, Marshall tells a story about how he has to learn the three techniques of slapping. And he goes <laughs> he goes to Japan or China or one of the two, I don't remember, <laughs> to learn slapping. Oh, God. All right. So, anyway, Great Muda says that he is impressed that he beat Kajiri, but he will have to beat him to learn the ways of the poison mist. <laughs> So, it starts out as a really good match, if you can call it that. Fight, whatever. Um, <laughs> this needs like this would have to be its own series or something. Like, how do you know. get to fit yeah, this no. into TV? It's gonna be it's gonna be vignettes across sixteen weeks. Sixteen weeks. <laughs> the, <laughs> all it's the marks all are gonna turn on this so fast. No, I don't care if they turn on it. This is amazing. <laughs> anyway, so um, he. Knocks him down with he hits left leg kick, knocks to one knee, right leg kick, knocks him to two knees, and he like prepares for the poison mist to spit into Rosie's face. And then out of nowhere, Molly Holly pops up with like a foldable fan and blocks the poison mist from his face and then drops down and Rosie punches him in the nuts. And then Muda goes down and he hits him with a bionic elbow for the win. So Muda teaches him how to do the poison mist. But Rosie knows that that was not enough. He must go to where the fiend was found. <laughs> so he goes to the scene. Oh, my God. He Wait, goes... I'm sorry. Can I stop you for a second? Absolutely not. That's go ahead. too bad. Why Why did the gobbledygooker bit need to happen? <laughs> this is a long-ass journey that you're taking for, us on. Comedy. And the first step was just completely unnecessary. Man, the bo- gobbledygooker better somehow come back and have, like, The gobbledygooker revenge. better be the We find out the gobbledygooker yeah, but... is bright. Right, that's gotta be on this end, please. So anyway, Rosie and Molly Holly go back to America. North Carolina, to be exact, to the Hardy compound to speak with Broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero. You know what's funny? This whole time I was like, this is going some like final deletion direction. Yeah. So he talks to Broken Matt Hardy about how the the fiend, what the Lake of Reincarnation can do, and all all those things. And he he explains to Matt Hardy explains to Rosie that. The Lake of Reincarnation is kind of like a portal. It takes you different places. So that's where he found he found the fiend, and now he's he's latched into him, into Bray Wyatt. So Rosie Wait, did decides, he go into the lake or or what? Who Bray Wyatt? No Rosie. Rosie. Not yet. Okay. He's about to. You said now he's like latched into Bray. No, and I was no, like, no, Wait, Bray, what happened? Bray, the fiend is latched into Bray. Okay, I I see. Pronouns, I know, I'm sorry. Um, so, against Brother Nero and Broken Matt's um, warning. Sorry, my cat just climbed up onto my desk and hit my mic. Rosie and Molly Holly decide that they are going to reluctantly dive into the Lake of Reincarnation. Should be fine. So they do. 
And just as just as Matt Hardy prophesized and told them, it is a portal, and it just randomly spits you out into other area, other places. So this time, it spit them out into the cosmos. And who's waiting for them? Stardust. The cosmic wasteland. Stardust and Ascension. <laughs> Where is Bray in all this? We don't know. Yeah, we're trying to find him. This is the search for Bray. Oh, so Stardust, that started with Rosie. the gobbledygooker for no See, reason. I, this got so convoluted, I forgot where we were. <laughs> like, I forgot where, what we were supposed to be listening right. for. We're in the cosmos now. We're in the cosmos, so... We're in space. The final frontier. <laughs> Stardust and Ascension... Rosie asked Stardust and Ascension what powers they have, and they're like, What? <laughs> He's like, you look like supervillains or superheroes. What, wh what superpowers do you have? Uh, yes. Starting my own promotion. Uncomfortable boners. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! All right, so Stardust versus Stardust and Ascension are like, dude, what are you doing here? This is our, this is our layer in the cosmos. We don't have any superpowers. Get out of here. But Rosie's like, you have superpowers. I can tell by your outfits. <laughs> we don't have any super superpowers. We just live in space. Yeah. So, <laughs> but they're like, look, get out of here. And he's like, I challenge you to a fight. Me and Molly versus you three. And Molly's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it is what it is. Um, they beat the crap out of the two of them. But then out of nowhere, Molly Holly ends up getting like a good, a good run going. And beats them all down. And then Rosie does an elbow drop on Stardust and claims that he did all the work and got got the victory. That dickhead. <laughs> and basically, Molly Holly just chuckles and face palms like, ugh, this guy. <laughs> so now it's an 80s sitcom. Basically. <laughs> he jumps in. So they're like, okay, so they jump back into the uh, Lake of Reincarnation because that's possible. Sure. Somehow. We were just in the cosmos, so... And they pop up in a professional building, like a waiting room. They're very confused. They're like, where are we? Molly Holly's like, has no idea what's going on. She's like, what's going on? And Rosie's like, wait a second. I know where we are. We're at my dentist. <laughs> and it, it goes oh, to the yeah. side. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> We need to have a talk. <laughs> At my fucking dentist. How is this booking? It's not. It's fucking not. Storytelling. I hate it. I thought I mine was complicated. So <laughs> no. We're only like halfway through, guys. So oh my up. god, Travis. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, the sign it goes to the sign and it says Dr. Isaac Yankum, DDS, and Dr. Yeah. Britt. Baker, DDS. So wait, they share practice? Yes. <laughs> Partners, so, yep. So they come out and they're like, what can we do for you guys? <laughs> they both come out? They they're both, like, yes, yeah. we only tag team dentists. Old dentists. <laughs> we get twice as much done, twice as fast. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, so basically Rosie's like, look. I'm here. The the Lake of Reincarnation only takes me places where I can learn new things, new powers. 
So I guess I got to fight you for your powers. And they're like, we're Dennis, bro. What do you mean? And he's like, no, that's how it's going to be. It's going to be me and Molly versus you two. And Molly's like, uh. So, but Rosie throws a punch and starts fighting Isaac Yankum and Britt Baker jumps on Molly Holly. So it's a mixed tag tornado match, tornado tag match in the in Dennis the office. <laughs> yeah, so there's plenty of funny spots with that where, the, I mean, Rosie spray gets gets the, or Yankum sprays the the water over Rosie's face. I so definitely so see forth. that. Yeah, puts in the sucking day, straw into his true. mouth so he can't he doesn't have any saliva because that'll oh, slow no! you down. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, eventually my eventually both both teams are tired because you gotta remember Britt Baker and Isaac Hankum are dentists. They're not really supposed to be out here fighting. So they're tired. Rosie and Molly are tired because they're retired semi retired superheroes. Or a superhero in training for Rosie's sake. Wait, so do the hurricane Beat Kane so bad he became a dentist again. No, it's like a reincarnation. It's a different person. Oh, yeah. You're right. An so, universe. so he's like, uh, they're tired, and basically Isaac Yankum's like, look, 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 look. I told you we don't have any superpowers, but I do have something you can gain from us. Follow me. And they go to this door that's all chained up. Dental surgery. They go down into the basement, and this door is all chained up. And he's like, here, here's the key. To get the chains off and you can go through that door. And Rosie's like, what's through that door? He's like, that's where you'll find the gates of hell. Oh, great. So Rosie's like, well, guess I gotta go down there. Well, now he's gonna <laughs> meet the Undertaker. Not yet. Mind your oh, business. Sorry. <laughs> so he gets there and guarding the gates of hell is the Acolytes. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Sure. Throw those fuckers Ooh. in there. <laughs> Just <laughs> beat the shit out of Rosie <laughs> for a while until until Molly Holly shows them that they have he has the or that she has the key to the gates of hell and then they're like oh my bad go ahead oh you good you good and they they like, how did a beer? dentist get the keys to hell by the way think of what Isaac Yankum is tied to no I get it it's, but it's, like it's, they're linking together if they're different then they're why different. aren't they different. It's it's a like a a wink to the audience. Just saying, it doesn't make a lot of sense. This whole thing doesn't make sense, Kevin. Buckle <laughs> you know. up for the ride. Why does anyone have the? He has this in the pits of hell. After going to a dentist office from the cosmos, nothing and he makes chased sense. down the gobbly gooper. <laughs> that I think is the part that bothers me most. <laughs> Is that no. it had a complete look? Start. You you and Mike might not like this at all, but Damone's loving it. I don't care what he's. I never I said I didn't like it. What do you have? I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. I don't think it's booking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were to pitch it to me as a really terrible movie, I'd reconsider. I so, I'd watch it. As they're going through the depths of hell, they're gonna find a few different a few different um monsters. The first is. The Boogeyman. And Rosie is terrified. He does not fuck with the Boogeyman, bro. So Molly Holly has to fight the Boogeyman. Because Rosie's too scared. And they beat him, obviously. They keep going. And then we have another another couple, so it's going to be another mixed tag. We've got Kevin Thorne and Ariel. That's a throwback. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I actually don't know who that is. It's from the WWECW. 
that would be why I don't know who that is. They're vampires. Yeah. Oh, great. Perfect. So Rosie's like, oh, dope. I want to be a vampire. If I beat you, I get get the powers of being a vampire. And Kevin Thorne's like, what are you talking about? That's not how this works. And Molly Holly's like, look, I've been trying to tell him this for like (laughs) eight weeks now. (laughs) But yeah, here we are. But isn't that exactly what Hurricane told him? No, Hurricane didn't tell him. Bray Wyatt told him. No one knows. No one's seen Hurricane yet. Right. Sorry. So, but Bray Wyatt could just be lying. Like, Bray Wyatt just keep him up. I feel like we're going to find Hurricane, like, sitting on his couch. Like, how's it going, guys? He didn't even call me. This was about booking the Hurricane and Bray Wyatt. (laughs) We're getting there. We're getting there. Let's go through the Are we, though? You don't know that we are, genius talk. Thank you, Damone. No one said those Um. words. (laughs) So, it's Kevin Thorne, Nariel versus Molly Holly and Rosie. Um, Molly Holly gets the win again. Then Kevin Thorne's like, look, you beat me, but you can't beat the true master of vampires. Is it better be Gangrel? It is Gangrel. Yeah, Gangrel's back. <laughs> so Gangrel's back, but he gets beat up again by <laughs> by Rosie. Um, and then they continue through the depths of hell, and they find their very first demon. The kiss demon. <laughs> That's a WCW guy, Mike. Yeah, I know. I haven't gotten that far, though. He beats the hell out of... He, they fight, and it's ridiculous, and Rosie wins. But just barely. And then he says, basically, he's like, Look, you may have beat me, but you can't beat my king. So then we find Finn Demon Balor. King Finn Balor. And then, so it's Rosie versus Demon King Balor. And Demon King is whooping the shit out of him. I hope so. But then, out of nowhere, Molly Holly stops in front of him, like, no, 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 don't hurt him, don't hurt him. And Finn's sitting there, he's, like, kind of, like, being all, I don't know, lanky? Does that make sense? Like, you know, lanky! <laughs> just being that slender man motherfucker. Yeah, and then he's kind of just looking at her, and then she pulls that out of her pants pocket, she pulls out a, a towel and wipes off the paint off his face. Removing the Demon King. The whole removing, time. removing the Demon King. And Rosie Rosie spears him and pins him. And now Finn's just a guy stuck in hell? Yep, basically. Great. So Finn's like, that's great, but you still couldn't beat Hell's favorite demon. It's weird it. that Hell's favorite demon outranks the Demon King. Well, that's that's how it works. Okay. It, it's a weird it's a weird hierarchy, but okay. I mean, you, I've never personally, but I, you don't understand how the government in hell works. <laughs> you're the one who says that I'm a demon. Uh, yeah, but I know. I think you're a witch is what we just. No, no, you on. said demon. You dragon said woman demon. is what we decided on. Right. Dragon woman. Well, that sounds pretty hellish to me. <laughs> uh, so basically now he's got to fight Kane, except he's really tired. So he just asked Kane, do you have a bottle of water before we do this? And Kane Immediately morphs into corporate Kane and gives him a bottle of water. Fuck. <laughs> and then he, they, they wait. Then they wait as it's Kane like sits Dante's his Inferno at this point. <laughs> it, but like it makes it makes sense. It no, it's like Dante's Inferno <laughs> with pro wrestling logic. So like, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so Kane sit corporate Kane's sitting there on a on a. Uh, like an office chair, 
sipping his coffee with his leg folded over the other, waiting I, for for Rosie to catch his breath and drink his water. I actually think this was a dream that you just woke Wait. up and wrote down. <laughs> can, Kane be the, when, can corporate Kane be the mayor of hell? He is the mayor of hell. That's why right. he's hell's favorite demon. <laughs> so... <laughs> So he won the election. Yeah, voted Hell's Favorite Demon. That's how it works. That's gerrymandering. Right. He gerrymandered his way. <laughs> Apparently so, it's pronounced gerrymandering. Is that why is that why the Demon King isn't is it there's no more monarchy? He's a, he's a he's a figurehead. Yeah, he's like he's like Queen Elizabeth for the for the colonies. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so then Rosie says, okay. He's like, <sighs> okay. I can fight you now, Kane. And Kane's like, excellent. And he like claps his hands and he turns into Kane Kane. Like a genie. Which yeah. Kane? Which which mask? Um I'd say original. Original. Yeah, I like that. So he beats up, they're fighting back and forth. He ends up uh beating what's his face down? Rosie. Rosie, yeah. Your protagonist. <laughs> Molly Holly jumps on Kane's back and rips his mask off. Which turns him into even more terrifying ruthless aggression Kane. He starts okay. beating the hell out of him, beating the hell out of him, beating the hell out of him. But then Rosie uses his finds his first true superpower. And he's able to turn Molly Holly into Lita. Pregnant Lita. <laughs> Which traumatizes Kane. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. I was a little bit with you right up until this point, and now I want everyone to fuck off and die forever. Wow. I I have no, never hated your no, booking not, so much. Up. This isn't booking. This is the dumbest thing you've ever booked. You just turned... You turned one of your characters into another character. <laughs> Apropos of fucking nothing. And, then, and, then, and then he turns himself into Gene Snitsky. And just flatlines, <laughs> flatlines Lita. Which turns Kane insane. And Kane doesn't know what to do. Here's my question. How long does all this take? Because I don't think this is all going to fit in a pay-per-view. It's not a pay-per-view. I just said it's a 16 weeks of vignettes. Alright, but even then... I don't think it's gonna fit on. I think it will. Any of, any of the shows. Each one of these is like a five-minute little video. Yeah, yeah, five minutes. Oh my god. I mean, there has to be a piss break somewhere in the show, I guess. It's not. A, oh my god. Fuck you. God damn. <laughs> I tried to make a joke, but I'll watch it. I'd be watching the shit out of this. <laughs> Thank you. So anyway, so Kane's losing his mind over here, literally having a tantrum. He's he's anger management. Kane now just yelling. Honestly, fuck me too. <laughs> so then Rosie Rosie sneaks back into his off in the Kane's office and he sees on the shelf he sees an urn. So wait, is he Rosie again or like what Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well once he flatlined Lita, it went back to being they went back to being Molly, Holly, and Rosie. Okay, and, and how does Molly Holly feel about being used in this way? She doesn't care. She was And flatlined. She couldn't right. feel it, it was Lita that felt it. She took over Lita's position in the world. That's how it works. Okay, so this has become a weird ass episode of Doctor Who. Now <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> so we've been so on he, quite the journey. And, him and um, Molly. 
uh, yeah, Molly are looking at each other and they're looking at the air and they're looking at each other because they all know what that means. So. Uh, so they're like, that's cool, but now that we can apparently turn into any wrestler ever, let's just go fucking fight Bray Wyatt. Nope. That's stupid. They're stupid. Not how it works because that's not good storytelling. <laughs> None of this is good storytelling, my guy. Yes, it is. No. Anyway, so. I have a feeling they, he's just riffing it at this point. They grab. I've been riffing this entire thing. I just wrote down the people. I've been the in between stuff has all just been me talking shit. <laughs> all right. Well, let's. So, uh... so it's almost over. I'm on the second to last person. So they grab the urn and they find out that the urn is actually a port key, like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's Harry Potter. No! Doctor Who to Harry no! Potter. Stop yes. it. Stop and it immediately. They, Cease they, and desist. They, they hate it. A porn. A morn. A morgue. I thought you said they, then they do porn. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the grand finale. Anyway, they, go, they, they get to a morgue and they're Rosie's immediately spooked. He's more scared of the morgue than he was of hell, but less scared than he was of the boogeyman. So okay. they come up. It's the Undertaker. Ver- the Undertaker's there, and he's like, "Give me my urn." And Rosie's like, "No, bro, teach me how to shoot lightning." He's like, "Give me my urn." And then he's like, "Nah." And he gives the urn to Molly, and he's like, "I'll fight you for the lightning." And Undertaker's like, "I'll fight you for the urn." They're like, "Guess we're fighting then." So they start fighting, and once again, Molly or Rosie's getting the shit kicked out of him. And then right before he gets tombstoned. Molly Holly runs up and shoves the urn in Undertaker's face. Why didn't he transform into um, Paul Bearer? Because, let me tell my story. Because (laughs) plot holes? I don't give a fuck. It's not like I wrote this out and edited it. I'm just, I'm literally going off the top of my head right now. Anyway. Not excused. (laughs) So, puts puts the urn in his face, which hypnotizes... The Undertaker, and he puts down Rosie and then lays down. Rosie covers him. One, two, three. Travis, I can fill your plot hole a little bit. Hold on. He can only use the power to transform once in a while because it drains so much of his energy if he also, overuses it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Also, also, he just figured out he had this power, so he's still learning how to do it. Like, with, He doesn't have full control. Kind of like Aang when he learned firebending. anyway so then then a magic door appears and he opens it up and he walks out at SummerSlam oh my god (laughs) to the crowd I hate it because that part I actually kind (laughs) of (laughs) like so then he comes out and he tells he tells him and Molly Holler sit in the ring. He tells Bray Wyatt that he has, he's conquered all of the monsters. How long has he's Bray got, Wyatt just been waiting there? <laughs> Bray, Bray Wyatt's not there yet, so he calls him oh, out, okay. blah, blah, whatever. And out comes the fiend. Well, first Bray Wyatt comes out, or it doesn't come out. He goes on the screen. And hey, he says, question, like, though. what? If he had just, like, waited for SummerSlam to roll around, would that have just, like, no, because thing? he would have gotten 
crushed by the fiend because he wouldn't have all the powers to be. We don't know fiend. that. We don't know that. His whole thing was trying to find the fiend. No, his whole thing was trying to find the powers. Because that's what Bray Wyatt said he needed. Not what he needs the powers. That is what I said. Go back and listen to my convoluted story. I don't (laughs) want to. I would rather chew off my ears than ever listen to this. So anyway, you're very mean to me. Nightmare again. So anyway, (laughs) but he, the fiend comes out. Or Bray Wyatt comes on the screen since you were leading her up to me and didn't let me finish what he says. And basically says, like, your wish is my command. You'll never be strong enough to beat the Fiend, but the Fiend wants to end you. But first, look up. And they look up. And suspended above the ring, being lowered down, is a shark cage. (laughs) With the hurricane. Inside. And he's got his mouth duct taped. Because we found out find out that oh, no. the way that the hurricane gets his power is through speech. And so the most elegant solution the fiend could come up with was duct tape? Yes. Great. Can't talk so, if your mouth is duct tape. So Bray Wyatt comes out. Or the lights the lights go out. And then there's glowing lanterns lining the the entranceway and each lantern is one of the people that rosie defeated and wake that's rough for a baby face no it's from the fiend no i get that but like they're all characters that rosie defeated yes so it's implying that like by beating them he has doomed them all no i know that's one yes 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 so that's supposed to like weaken his morale and be like, damn, I've ruined it all. You know what I mean? Like every every good superhero goes through that. I've what have I everything done? Up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, Rosie so, didn't know he was ruining these people. And then out comes the fiend, and he's carrying a lantern of Rosie's head. Comes out. So it's fiend versus Rosie. Um. Yeah, fiend versus Rosie. Rosie gets the crap beat out of him. And then he gets pinned. And Bray wow. Wyatt, or Fiend go, Fiend is like looking at him and laughing and whatever. But Molly Holly at this point has springboarded onto the shark cage and removed the duct tape from Hurricane's mouth. And Hurricane says he's, he's not strong enough. He's been weakened for too long. He can't beat him, but the point... But the the moral of the story is that Rosie was never the superhero of this story. It was always Molly Holly. If you look back, Molly Holly defeated every one of the monsters leading up to this. Yeah. True. So Molly Holly goes into the ring and faces the Fiend. And gets clotheslined back to hell. (laughs) (laughs) And then she wins. Yay! Is that it? Yeah, but there's also going to be the the hurricane part two. Gray? Eye of the storm. No. <laughs> that's the, sequ- that's the direct DVD sequel. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got a sequel too where guys, I have out of, out of ten. I'm, what do you guys rank my booking? I say a nine. I don't <laughs> count it as a booking. <laughs> okay, what do you rank my story? 
I booked a match. I'd watch it. I would watch it. You you book fights. You even said they were fights. I feel like that's different. Like they're just fighting in the street. There was a match. Alright, I'd give it a six out of ten. What about you, Kev? I can only really rank it as fan fiction. Because it's all over the place. (laughs) And for that I would give it a two. (laughs) I thought I was getting a zero for sure. There were you know a couple elements funniest, I liked. You know what the funniest thing is? That Mike and Kevin are all about the flippy stuff and the fun things in the ring, but they don't like this wild, crazy storyline. No, 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 no. I, I, hey, you're forgetting that I am the one that booked Wootista. You did book Wootista. I love I stupid that. booking. I know but you, you did. And you would think that me and Travis would hate this sort of booking. Because we're all about storytelling and like it's we hate flippy stuff. We hate there was flippy no stuff. Funny stuff. I know. No, I'm not saying you didn't. I'm saying you would think we wouldn't like this ridiculous sort of story. Oh, but I don't we mind do. ridiculous. I hate this ridiculous in particular. <laughs> all right. Because well, you couldn't pick I a lane. I love my booking, and the fact that you hate it makes me love it more. I thought you. Any may. pain I can cause to you is. It's a victory for me. Yeah, I know. I love you, buddy. All right. Well, uh, that was Book It, I guess. That, that I don't know what that was. It wasn't Book It. I'm sorry. Apparently, you don't get an episode of Book It this week. <laughs> you get the best episode of Book It we've ever done. <laughs> All right. I, I didn't hate it. These it's guys are really fun. mean. Uh, Kevin, no, like, no, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being a dick. It was certainly interesting. I would genuinely hate it if that appeared on <laughs> I would be like, someone fire every writer that's ever even looked at this. Travis is the writer. Like, I, <laughs> I need to do, like, a Thanos and just, like, snap and, like, nah, fuck bro. everybody off the earth. Nah, bro, 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 listen. Um, that would make no, money. No, no, Linda, 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 Linda. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, I would hate that. But it's it's funny where you took it. But also, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would. I thought I would win you back by having the, the, female protagonist being the the superhero all along. No man, like strength of women is great, but it doesn't excuse a just nightmare <laughs> of a meandering story. It wasn't meandering. It was it all made sense to me. It started with the gobbledy fucking gooker. It yeah, because he needed the, he needed the as I said the sense of surprise. <laughs> he didn't get it though. Yeah, I did. He surprised him. Surprised the shit out of the gobbledygook where he wasn't ready for a fight. That was the only match that Rosie won fully by himself. Against gobbledygooker. No- also, I like how you guys are pissed off about the gobbledygooker, but you say nothing about the fact that he went to Eric Rowan and got no information at all. <laughs> Why would he? He went to Eric Rowan and was like... Eric no, Rowan's but it's, like, it's a logical fuck? step for him to go to Eric Rowan. That's the thing. It makes sense for him to go to Eric Rowan. Because okay. Eric Rowan would logically know how he thinks. Why the fuck would you ever go to the gobbledygooker? I've got I've got the logical step right here. It's one word. Comedy. <laughs> this whole thing was comedy. Sure. It was. And yeah. I loved it. I, I mean, I really buried the fiend at the end of this. but You sure fucking did. But it was okay, because it's not real, so like... I'm okay with that. I need to tell my story, not my... I, I will agree. It probably wasn't booking. It was more of me writing a, a shitty level movie. We, we pretty much wrote comics. Yeah, basically. 
You know, okay, comic semantic. format, I would accept it. Thank you. Because comics, that format, like, it's kind of supposed to be, like, rambling yeah, and episodic. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. You guys think, like, it, that's what it is. It's it's a comic book, but played that's out. That's not what we play. do here, <laughs> It is when we're booking superheroes. <laughs> I, it yeah. was comic book it. <laughs> All right. I All win. right. Kevin, <laughs> go ahead and do your plugs. Okay, so hey. I broke my arm at work. That's not what happened. And I'm not wrestling right now because I broke my arm. Not My work is not my wrestling. Wrestling is not my work. Oh, my God. This I've never it. said that. Also, March. my name is my name is Kaya March, like the step program. <laughs> and I don't remember the, the social media. Yeah, you're fucking this up like crazy. So, um, in addition this is to- I do this every week, okay? So and I you fuck it up. Talking terribly uh in addition to being a book of boy i am also a pro wrestler if you are interested in seeing my journey in the ring uh i am out due to an injury right now but if you're interested in seeing my progress in the ring you can follow me on facebook facebook.com slash kaya march russells uh kaya march spelled k-a-i-a march like the month which for some reason these guys think is hilarious uh and then you can also follow me on twitter which is just at kaya march same spelling I literally said the, that exact thing. Like those were the exact words I used. You not in that order. <laughs> yes, it was. I said March that like, like if, we could we could play we could play it side by like simultaneously, and you wouldn't even tell. It would just us being harmony. You're just being a troll, and I hate it. <laughs> you can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network at our website at t13media.com, including Lunch Lady Mantra. This show, Book It a Wrestling Podcast. Are you a elite? wrestling podcast? <laughs> A comic book <laughs> podcast. Uh, Are you elite? Uh, the new AEW uh, show that we will be doing, and tra- uh, trigger warning with Travis Trimble, where Travis will also book more comic books. No, um, yeah. And you can find our shop at the same website. Uh, so we have a store with shirts on it, and you can join our Patreon. All at t13media.com. I think we should have a comic book it uh, merch. I I think a comic book it shirt would be cool. Um, <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Can it be a picture of me stabbing you in the neck? <laughs> <laughs> I feel the Hollywood versus primetime shirt is also a, a very probably seller. <laughs> a civil. It'll be like a civil war shirt. Yes. Uh, that's book I'm it. the north. Alright, let's book it. See ya. I would like to say that your Bray White impression is better than your Paul Heyman impression and your Dusty Rhodes impression. Everything is by a million. Like getting hit by by several. Getting hit by several semi-trucks would be better than my Dusty impression. I like that she says semi-trucks. What do you call him? A semi-truck. Can you feel my heartbeat racing? Can you taste the fear in her her sweat? sweat? Done Done this wrong, wrong. it's too far gone. The sheets smell of I admit that that I'm just just a a fool fool for you. you. 
I'm just, just a, a fool, fool for you. Let's Travis, there's white people. <laughs> but how great is under us to do exactly what you want to do. And this will be my This is what makes me feel alive. Makes you feel alive. Oh, love that song. The what an entrance. The best part is there's absolutely no way to sing in sync. No. 